everybody, welcome back to the Commander's Vault. I'm JB. And I'm Dale. Uh, it's been a little bit of radio silence from us. Sorry about that. I had a medical procedure, uh, a little surgery done, but I'm Gucci now. And we're going to be back to recording uh, a little more steadily. I kind of had to, you know, take take some time off. But, yeah, uh, definitely. It's totally understandable. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so a lot has happened. We got the full spoilers of Strixhaven, full spoilers of the Commander decks the past two weeks. Um, they have released. We've seen the cards, some of them, in the wild. Uh, not as many as I was expecting. Uh, there's obviously people trying to run the um, the new commanders. Yeah. Obviously. You know, you're you're running the blue-green. Yeah. What the fuck are they called? I don't even know. Adris and something. But Nev. I'm just like, it's the Quandrix deck. And Quandrix I'm, deck, yeah. I'm running that. And, yeah. I I've seen it. all of them. I've seen the, the, lore, uh, the Lorehold deck. The Quandrix deck, the Prismari deck, but not with the original. Yeah, with the like the lieutenant as you'd call yeah, it, or the second yeah, yeah. commander, the, the triggered abilities one. Yeah, it gets a plus one plus one for the yep. instance and sorcerer's trigger sure yep, choice. Yep, yep. Uh, that one, and then the Witherbloom one. I haven't. Se- I've seen a bunch of Witherbloom decks. Or maybe it's just Lex all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, Lex loves Witherbloom. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen the crone, the 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 hag, the the face card for the. With the with yeah, the no, I, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that either. Um, only I've only seen Belladross when it comes to the Wither Room for a commander so far. Yeah, uh, and we had a little bit of a. I see we. I was a. I was KO'd. I was out of commission. But uh, the uh, Comics Vault had a pretty large tournament, um, and it spanned two days. Three uh, days. Yeah, it was two days. It was uh or yeah, it was it was two days. It was Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. So Friday we had a uh commander regular style four player pods event. And then on Saturday we had a one versus one French duel commander game uh tournament. And then after that we had another four player pods. Uh, EDH event and all the points were cumulative across the uh, across five or Jesus across Friday and Saturday across all three events so it was a great turnout I, I felt like there was a lot of people showed up uh, quite a few people that I haven't seen playing at events yeah so yeah. that was really cool to see new people coming out and uh yeah, I, f- I felt like it was very different than most of the tournaments we normally hold because it was like, it was weird. It was like a very few amount of like CEDH decks that you would consider like the top tier CEDH decks. And then it was a whole bunch of just like high power decks and quite a few of the commander pre-con decks, but just Tuned upgraded. Up. Yeah. And I think... One of them ended up doing really well, the lore hold. Right? Yeah, yeah. Colton he uh, ran the lore hold uh, precon. He had, I think, he maybe made like ten or fifteen cards upgraded into it. And yeah, I mean that that slapped everyone. And on Friday, that was the uh, number one points winner. Like he won like every pod he was in, just clapped everyone. So it yeah. was real strong. Yeah, and uh, he was running the face card, right? The one that's uh, pay one, sack an artifact. Yep. Target creature gets plus two, plus oh. 
Yep. Right? And then you can pay X and tap to create a token that, uh, sorry, pay X and tap, exile an artifact card from your graveyard where its converted mana cost is X, and then create two of those tokens. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That deck is like bonkers good. Like, I mean, it was like, it's basically, it's like almost like food chain Boros. Like in a way, like there's some, I see what there's you mean. some, I see what you mean. there's some really you can yeah, get in there, some really value generating loops where it can just put you so far ahead. And I mean, in our meta right now, there isn't a lot of mass artifact hate, so it was pretty easy to get out of hand with that. I mean, I saw I didn't participate in the tournament. I still wasn't really feeling up to it, but I uh, I did watch him play and. I I did like I did like that commander, but the um uh, um Amabu, what the fuck is that? The secondary commander, the I'm one that just deals a shitload of damage for tapped artifacts. Oh really? I don't even know what cards. I can't think of that off the top of my head. Oh my god! It was the. It's the the lieutenant. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, ancient witness. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's its actual name? Uh. Alibu? Alibu. Alibu? Alibu. But, um... Artifact Golem 4-5. Other artifact creatures you control have haste. Whenever one or more artifact creatures you control attack, Alibu Ancient Witness deals X damage to any target, and you scry X, where X is the number of tapped artifacts you control. Yeah. it. I saw that put in a shitload of work. Because being a 4-5 means you can swing into most things... And then you're counting your tapped soul rings, your tapped artifact lands, your tapped whatever to count itself. Like, yeah. So you just get to dome somebody free for, you know, usually seven, eight, somewhere around there. Plus they're getting attacked by whatever. Yeah. And you get that scry of a big scry so you can, you know, figure out what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely value city. Yeah, the, uh, what was the final pod that night? Uh, that night, the final pod... You were in it, right? ...was me. I played Urza, uh, Colton played Osgear, uh, I believe Aiden was in there with, uh, the first sliver, the Cascade sliver. Yeah. And, uh, Dwarves. Uh, Magda was Tyler. Oh, Magda, yeah. Tyler, I think, was in that pod, too, with Magda, the new dwarf commander from uh, Kaldheim. Yep. And, man, (laughs) that's a a whole nother discussion. That deck, it rips so hard. It's fast. Magda's a two-drop, right? Yeah. Like, that deck was... Definitely, like, really hard to fight against. I mean, it was, like, so aggro, but, like, at the same time, just, like... What generates a bunch of treasures, right? Yeah, just getting so much mana and just tutoring out just massive aggro dragons to just fly at you and burn you straight to death. It was crazy. Yeah. It gets out of hand so quick to where it's, like, it can just kill the rest of the table really fast, like... It's not like where it's like, oh, this deck's aggro going only at one person. It's like, 
nope, you give this deck a couple turns, and next thing you know, it's swinging at the entire table, dealing 20 damage to every person, and then getting a bunch of triggered burn damage off the dragons. And then just more value from treasure tokens. But... Yeah, that last pot in in uh, the first event on Friday, uh, Ozgear ended up taking it. Uh, we ended up killing uh, Aiden out of the match first, I believe, <laughs> and then Magda and me basically died at the same time. I got one more turn, but that one turn was getting hit with a Hellkite Tyrant and having every single one of my artifacts stolen from me and then <laughs> getting beat down by like three Blight Steels as well as all of my own constructs and you know, yeah. all my artifacts. So, <laughs> yeah, I got clapped hard. <laughs> Oof. Uh, but yeah, so Osgear, Colton's Osgear deck uh, mopped the floor on Friday in the four-player pods. And then Saturday... Uh, started out with a 1v1 and I will say that I am a big fan of 1v1 French Duel Commander so there's a couple of different uh, formats that are 1v1 but we went with the French Duel Commander ban list which basically bans like all fast mana yeah it's definitely a different feel of commander it's, Plus, you play cards that no one else fucking plays. Yeah, it, it was really cool because you've seen a bunch of cards that like normally don't get played in Commander. And it was just a really fun event overall. Um, I didn't do too great in that. I think I finished like 6th or 7th in that event. But I had a really good time. I ended up going against... I Actually, no, I was... Uh, 2-0-2-0-0-2. That was my record in that event. So I won both of my first matches like pretty easily, and then I went up against Tyler and Magda, and that deck just shit all over me. Like I couldn't even do anything. I mean, first match, I believe, he beat me turn three. And then the Holy next shit. match after that, he beat me turn five. So like... It was, like, so just <laughs> spitting things out, hitting me at the same time. He's hitting me. He's generating mana and then casting dragons, and, like, I couldn't do anything against it. So, yeah, I got just destroyed in that. And then uh, Tyler went on to play against uh, Mike Ingram and his Psy Master Thopterus deck, and that was the final for... Uh, that event and that was a pretty good uh, pretty good match because both of them were basically undefeated the entire event and then went against each other like undefeated and ended up I think it was 1-1 and then Magda won nice so it was like I mean that should tell you too I mean Master Thopterus is pretty good CDH well, no I mean like honestly I'm uh, Mike Ingram is a fantastic pilot. Oh, yeah. He's One just of the fucking best. good at magic. Yeah. The guy is really good. Um, yeah. The uh, tournament just seemed really fun, especially the throwing in the dual commander. I think that was a great idea, whoever, you know, come up with that. Yeah. 
and uh, it really it really lent itself. It was like, sure, you might not do too good in the four man pod, but build a killer, you know, dual commander, and you can smash people and still do well and get something. The prize support was always dope. Neil is not not uh, stingy with the prizes. Packs and packs on packs on packs and collectors packs and yeah. set boosters. Put and- it this way: I finished seventh overall in the tournament. I think I opened up like twenty-four packs from just winnings from the first event that I like actually like placed decent in, and yeah. then the overall points. Yeah, like twenty-four packs. I mean, for seventh place. So yeah, yeah. you I- get up to number one and. You definitely getting lot. something for your troubles. Definitely. Uh, speaking of getting something for your troubles, Dale, I think uh, Neil also wanted us to uh, give something away. Oh uh, yeah, so we are going to be giving away a Strixhaven collector's booster box. Which, if you're unfamiliar with what's in those fucking collectors packs, those Japanese mystical archives cards are f- so dope. Yeah, they are awesome. Like, the regular Mystical Archives are awesome. Like, getting, like, foil-tainted pact or demonic tutor or something, but then those full-art Japanese cards, they they just look so clean. And I've had my foil sitting on the table at my house for a week, and it hasn't buckled. <laughs> Yeah, that was the number one thing, dude. I was like, I I bought one pack because I was, I'm a no, I'm a collector's booster whale. I love the different arts and the full art non foils, full art foils, and all that shit. I fucking love that shit. But these last few sets have shown me that it's not even worth it because Commander Legends put the worst taste in my mouth. I felt like I was gargling wizards' balls. <laughs> like, they were just like, we're going to make this garbage-ass product. Just fucking literal trash that if we tried to put this out in any other of our spaces, that it would just be completely shut down, redo, back to the drawing board. But, you know, Magic players, we're a bunch, you know, everyone's like, well, it might just be a shitty product, but I'm still going to buy it. But I had no idea it was going to be that bad. Yeah, those were absolutely They're like, unplayable. Horrible. Yeah. The collector's foils that I have, the non-etched, are are pretty much unplayable. And they're impossible to re, like, rejuvenate. I've tried pressing. I've tried whatever. The only thing that works is, we talked about this, making your own humidor <laughs> yeah. and getting them back. But the minute you take them out, they're going to... To be shitty again, like I, I, it, looking at the the memes because that's what it is now. It's just a meme. How bad that was, but <laughs> yeah. like, man, you spent two hundred and forty bucks on a fucking collector's booster of Commander Legends, and that is how you're treated. That it's just like opening a box of shit. Yeah, it's absolutely egregious that they thought that that would be an acceptable product to put out. Honestly, like, yeah. <laughs> For the hype, the commander players were chomping at the bit to buy this fucking product. Yeah. And then they they take the people who were spending the most money, the people who were buying those collector's packs, those collector's boosters, and just shitting all over you. And there's not a fucking thing you could do about it. 
So it's like, yes, wizards. <laughs> right. You know, it, it really... That, that shit pissed me off to no end. And uh, the Coldheim was better. But these are pristine. Yeah, these it, are what it, they need to be like every, every single time. time. And if they're not... <laughs> I probably just won't buy anymore ever. Like I'll I'll put what I want into the strict saving boost collector boosters, but only because time has tested these to be okay. Right. Otherwise, I was not fucking going down that road again. <laughs> I couldn't do it, dude. Straight up. But yeah, so we are giving away a collector's box of uh, strict saving, and uh, to get entered in. This time I'm going to switch it up a little bit because I noticed I talked to a few people that actually don't use Instagram that listen to our podcast and they want to be able to obviously get into the giveaways as they should. Yeah. Uh, so this time it's going to be just like the normal. If you're listening to this and you have Instagram, you can uh, you can DM the passphrase and the passphrase is going to be... Art theft. Art theft. Okay, that's the password. So art theft is the password for this episode. You can DM me at MTG underscore survivalist on Instagram. You can direct message the commander's vault on Instagram. Or you can email the command vault at gmail.com with the passphrase and you'll be entered in as well. So yeah, just adding that email in there, the command vault at gmail.com. You can send your entry there if you don't have social media. Uh, yeah, so just wanted to throw that out there so anybody listening to this who doesn't use Instagram can still get entered in there to win this uh, collector booster box. Yeah, we want to have as many people trying to get this box as possible. You know, it's <laughs> we're giving away a $240 product. Yeah, and, you know. and and if you're listening to this and you haven't entered in our events, man, I'm telling you what, your chances are pretty good at winning if you do enter. Like, that's all I can say is that your chances are pretty good. Like, based on all the other giveaways that we've done and the amount of people who, you know, enter into the giveaway, your chances are pretty decent. So, I mean... What's the harm in just, you know, sending us a DM, spending two minutes out of your day, and who knows, you might win a $250 box, who knows, maybe by the time this comes out in another week, you know, another two weeks, whatever, they'll be worth 350 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely get entered into that. I mean, do you got anything else to talk about? Or? No, just for that, I just want to make sure we got to the giveaway. Uh, but uh, as for our passphrase, art theft, uh, we had been talking about it for a little bit. Um, I, if you're unaware of what has happened with this product in particular, Strict Saving uh, Collectors Boosters and the Mystical Archive cards, uh, the card, Crux of Fate, which, if you remember back from uh, Dragons of Tarkir, was a five-drop board wipe where you could choose one. You destroy all dragons or you destroy all non-dragons. Uh, just straight up ripped from uh, somebody's portfolio online. Uh, the 
artist, quote unquote, who had said that this was their work, uh, Jason Felix, um, straight up lifted the nickel bolus uh, on the card from somebody else's work. And that was a pretty, pretty crazy uh, thing to actually just be printed on a, a magic card. Like straight up theft. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, it's right there on the card that he got credit for. I think that's fucking hilarious. Now, it has since been, uh, I think they, they've cut ties with him, correct? Yeah, I did read that and, they, uh, they cut. But a straight up trace job. Like this guy, uh, I think he moved the hand and the neck a little bit of this uh, thing. But the, the face is still the same. The hand position and detail is still the same. The chest is the same. The... The abdomen is the same of Nicol Bolas. If you're unfamiliar with the card, it's uh, Nicol Bolas fighting Ugin. And, uh, but the Nicol Bolas on this card is just straight up somebody else's work. Uh, I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, you think you've got all these people working on these sets, right? And you get so many uh, quality control things that happen. Now, you know, I, we were just talking about Commander Legends boosters the foiling process causing everything to be absolute dog shit but um looking at these cards you know tons of different styles in the mystical archives just a great smattering of work that you really wouldn't have expected to see on magic cards i really think it's a fantastic addition i am always stoked when i open one i'm just like oh man the, the art on these is all sick Everybody who bitched about the... What was the red card that everyone was fucking crying about? Faithless Looting. Faithless Looting, yeah. Everybody's crying about Faithless Looting. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Uh, just get over it. I mean, that Faithless Looting art is trash, but... I don't I don't dislike it. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest. I don't dislike it. Aside from that, and there was one other one, too, by the same artist that was so MS Paint. But aside from that, I mean, the Japanese cards oh my god that is like so good those those cards were so good and outside of the japanese and just the regular uh showcase or mystical archive cards i think they all look awesome they all yeah, look great definitely yeah this is definitely a set with a bunch of fanfare and cool shit and now that they've got the collector's foiling correct i'm stoked to get back on the bandwagon uh of that um I think the last time uh, we had talked about the Strixhaven Commander decks that were spoiled, which was the Is it and the or the ugh, Is it Prismari and the Lorehold, and then we got the other uh, the other two, three, yeah, three, right? Yeah, Quandrix, Witherbloom, and Silverquill. Silverquill. Yep. Yeah. Um, which out of those three do you think is the strongest? Well, I'm biased. I'm going to say the Quandrix, but... I don't know. I mean, the Witherbloom... Witherbloom's good, too. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Lieutenant from that one. I mean, out of what I've played so far, like... Because I played probably four games with the Quandrix Precon. Fresh out of the box, no upgrades. And I also played against the Witherbloom straight out of the box pre-con. And, like, 
the Wither Broom straight held its own in the pot of four, like, easily, like, had no problems. It was hanging with everybody's already pre-built decks, and it was pretty good. Same with the Quandrix that I opened up and played with, like, it did what it was supposed to do, and it did it efficiently and with enough speed that it was able to hang with other people's decks that they had spent hours building and constructing. So came uh, came with Dina Soul Se- Soul Steeper, which is again we talked about that one the last time. It was the uh, Sanguine Bond. Yeah, yeah, Sanguine Bond on a stick, and uh, Guillaume. Or Gelm, the the chef. Yeah, Master Chef. Yeah, that that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Tyler's building the Master Chef deck, full flavor. Love he, it. He did build it. It's it's pretty fun. It's just one of those. It's just a green black good stuff deck. It has protection built in from Gelm and uh, just big stuff beats you down. It's hard to remove his board. Yeah. Yeah. I'm building uh, Dina myself actually i'm gonna try to turn that into a cdh deck somehow uh i seen a couple lists floating around that had protein hulk in there because she has the sack outlet on her for one mana so you can cast protein hulk pay one generic sack it get your stuff so then that opens up the door a little bit to all that type of yeah you know hulk stuff but Aside from that, there's a lot of combos with the Magecraft. There's a bunch of Magecraft dudes in Golgari oh, that yeah. cost like two mana or four mana that just combo a Chain of Smog. So now you got four mana combos like available available to you in Golgari. In, in Golgari, where you can just tutor what you need. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, you know, they don't really care about like really old interactions with cards so you know when it doesn't like chain of smog doesn't matter to them when they're they're not like yeah (laughs) building this new mechanic and being like oh my gosh this fucking common from fucking what is it onslaught Onslaught, this onslaught uncommon or whatever it is is just broken with this mechanic you can just win the game flat out you know that's not really their their thought process yeah like there's you have Dina, the commander, and then it, it's like a mage that's two mana as well. That They both combo infinitely with it. And in black, when you have access to, like, you know, seven different tutors. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can really go off pretty quick with that. Yep. I think it's pretty funny, it, it, especially whenever someone's trying to combo off with that. Uh, because they have to target themselves to combo off. You just yeah. w- wait till they shred their own hand, and then you <laughs> then, then you, you counter the the copy. Yeah, and that's it. And then then they're over. They they shredded their own hand away. They have what is that on their board state? Now they're top decking. That's hilarious to me. Yeah, it's that's pretty good. It's definitely like it's definitely one of those. You gotta you gotta be pretty sure you're gonna win. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's definitely a, a combo that you can interact with and just totally just laugh in their face. Like, oh, you thought you were going to win, but now you literally have nothing. Well, I mean, that was in uh, the tournament I saw, and we had talked about, uh, the, what what's the white one drop? Angel's Grace. Yeah. Angel's Grace just 
blowing somebody out <laughs> who was trying to win with Thoracle. Yeah, I uh, I watched somebody tainted packed or not tainted packed demonic consult their library away and their Thoracle trigger got trick binded. <laughs> and I looked at their hand; they had like three free counter spells. Fucking, it can't do anything. It's fucking trick bind, dude. That was so funny to me. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Get destroyed. <laughs> Straight wrecked. Yeah. And like the dude who trick binded the win away from the other dude didn't even win. That's even better. Didn't even win. It was just, <laughs> it was so funny. Like watching somebody, you know, because those are all in combos. Yeah. Like, you know, with the mage craft, you're, you're shredding your own hand. And you just continue to do so until everyone's dead. Uh, the Thoracle combo is extremely volatile. In the late game, it's so hard to pull off. You have three people with resources trying to stop you from doing this. And fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're, and it's like there's nothing you can do if they do stop it. Because then it's like, oh, you're dead. You draw, you lose. Like, you can't do anything, you lose. Like, a lot of times people already have heuristic study on board. So then it's like they stifle the trigger. You have no library. And then it's just like, you know, are you going to draw the card or are you going to lose? Yeah. Or are you just going to wait until it's your turn and lose? Hilarious. Like, you can't really do anything. Just hilarious. <laughs> and I, I really appreciate seeing Trickbind be good. Yes, yeah. it's a great counter spell, uh, counter target activated or triggered ability, uh, but it has split second. Split second's a great mechanic, busted as fuck. I got uh, a Thoracle player the other day with uh, Repugate, which is a simic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, it's gonna, we're just gonna go ahead and yeah, cancel that trigger, and they're like, wait, what? What card is this? Because, like, not, it's garbage. no one it's, plays yeah. that card, you know? Except for in the new Quandrix precon, it's really good. Counter-triggered ability. Or on the other side, it's uh, create a token copy of a creature you control. Yep. For three mana. Both at instant speed, so pretty good. Yeah. I, I really want to I really wanna fuck around with some of the, the new commanders. and I don't know. Been... Uh, trying to brew uh, I built that I built that Zer deck and it's my casual it's the casualist of casual decks because just like any other casual deck if you let it just do whatever it's just gonna build advantage and kill you but if you blow it out of the water once it's like limps along until somebody else wins <laughs> <laughs> oh god Right. Somebody exiles my Paradox Haze. I'm just like, oh, please no. no. <laughs> what have I done to deserve such scorn? Straight up. Yeah. And uh, what uh, what was the final pod? Was Shadrick's Silver Quill not in a final finals pod? Uh, With Tyler? It was like... No, he played Alenda. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Alenda. He was in the final pod. I believe that one was Psy Master Thopterist, Alenda. Um, man, I want to say it was Colton again, maybe? I'm not sure, actually, who, who the other two players were in that uh, third tournament. But it was definitely Alenda and Psy Master Thopterist and Psy 
won it. The, yes. on, the only person that Psy Master Thopterus lost to in that entire event, which he didn't actually lose to, it was a draw between me and him. And, yeah, aside from that, he was undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. I which, mean, and he totally drew the game out. He could have won, but it was like, it was pretty much like, okay, it can just draw out or go to turns or whatever. So it was just like, he just was like, yeah, I'll just take the draw with you. Oh. So I was like, hey, cool. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take the draw. Draw over, yeah. Yeah, and uh, let us know. Now that, you know, we've missed a couple weeks and Strixhaven's out in the wild, definitely let us know what your favorite uh, favorite cards are from the from the new decks, the new set. What's your favorite uh, Mystical Archive? What reprint were you looking for? You know, there's tons of good reprints, and, and I, th- I think it was Neil and I talking the other day that this archive system, like the myst- myth- myth- Mystical Archives, should uh, should be every set, and just slam out printings of like shit that people need. Throw that border on it, and just say it's not legal in any formats except for limited. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's fun to play in limited. You play like natural order and limited. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're playing fucking Mizzix's mastery and limited. <laughs> like that's hilarious. That's great. That's good gameplay. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's just a a really easy way to print really cool ass looking cards that have great art. Some of it's stolen, <laughs> <laughs> but just overall, I think uh, I think this mystical archive system is something they should just lean into as hard as possible. Get these cards to where they're affordable for uh, players. I want everybody to have a copy of Tainted Pact and Demonic Tutor and whatever. You know, I want to see Demonic Tutors at every table. And people could say, oh, you know, tutors are cheap. They just let you do whatever. They make your deck more consistent. Like, yeah, but I'm telling you, I have never drawn Demonic Tutor in a commander game and been like, damn, I wish I drew something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Demonic Tutor is two mana for whatever you want. Yeah, it's like the best tutor. Yeah, like I think. But, but. Uh, I wanted to mention this one card before we end that I think is a must-have. Like the, it's an uncommon three-drop, two-colorless, one blue for solve the equation. Sorcery speed. Search your library yeah. for an instant or sorcery card. Reveal it. Put it in your hand. I mean, seriously. Like if you. If you need tutors in blue, go buy this card right now while it's still only a dollar or two dollars or three bucks. Because guarantee you, that card is going to go up in price. It's going to be a ten, fifteen dollar card down the road. Like, it's a blue tutor that gets you an instant or sorcery right to your hand. It's, yeah, it's yeah, good. it's pretty good. I mean, it is sorcery speed. That's one of the big, the caveats. Drawbacks. But it puts it in your hand. It's not like a sorcery speed tutor that you need to draw the top card of your library or do some other bullshit to make sure that you get it into your hand. It's just like, pay the mana. It's in your hand. Yeah. I really think it's great. Uh, wanted to mention that card out there because I think a lot of people are sleeping on that. Honestly, I really do. Yeah. And I ordered 
three foil versions of it for myself just and i don't even really play blue that much but i wanted the two for the blue decks i have and at least one for later down the road if the thing does go up i can trade it you know yeah definitely yeah i mean i i had seen you talking about that card and i was like i mean i skim over rares in the commander decks so it's like sometimes you know you say people sleep on it people it goes under the radar pretty heavily I didn't even know about it. I'm going to be honest. I had a lot going on, you know, personally. I wasn't really paying attention to the Strixhaven spoilers that much. But, um, yeah, that's a fantastic card. It's uncommon. Yeah. There's another one that I think actually, too, off the top of my head, I can't think of the name of it, but I think it might be one of the best counter spells of magic ever got printed. It's uh, one oh, color. Test of one talent. Yep. Test of talents, dude. Counter Holy target spells. Fuck. Search their hand, graveyard, and library, and exile all the rest of the cards with that name. That's like if you're talking modern or legacy That's or anything. Busted as, f dude. If you're a legacy <laughs> player and you get your fucking brainstorm countered and ripped out of your deck. Yeah. Holy shit. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I think that. That card too, as well, is like that's see that's a hundred percent like legacy playable. That's probably vintage playable, and that's like literally like an uncommon. It was either a common or an uncommon, yeah. one of the two. But yeah, definitely scoop up literally as many of those as you can. If you see them anywhere in the chaff, sitting at like your draft pot or whatever, take that for sure. Yeah, that I can see that being a, like a, a a blue control modern staple. Like, you want to hit decks that that have, like, that linchpin win con, you know, spell that they're trying to, to cast. And Test of Talents just says, uh, your win con's gone. Your whole ass win con is just <laughs> fucking gone. Yep. It, like, so the, the, the comparison that it draws is Surgical Extraction. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, you would normally have to counter the spell in a different way or whatever, you know, not, uh, not Test of Talents, like... Just flat counterspell, cryptic command, something like that, and then pay two life, rip it out of their graveyard, and then all of the copies are gone. Yeah. But this just gets right rid of it, right on the stack, just easy peasy. Uh, I think it's I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Literally, I I looked at that card. Uh, I that one collector's pack I bought had a foil one in it, and I was like, I was like. Dude, this card is really good. <laughs> yeah. I, I am confused as to why I've not seen this. Straight up. You know, like, imagine you ripping that out on somebody who's playing the, the commander deck with that fucking three-drop red spell that's like exile five from a graveyard, summon a dragon, you can have as many as you want, it deals three damage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I have like 20 copies of this in my deck. You just f exiled 20 cards out of my library. Yeah. Or the Shadowborn Apostle deck. Or the Rats deck. Whatever. Yeah. It, it really fucks a very specific type of deck. Yeah. Test. test no, it's, it's, it's a great spell. And I've been saying this for the last, like, four sets now the commons and uncommon slots are literally just like taking the previous 15 years worth of commons and uncommons and just making them way better like the power creep is there it might only be one or two spells per set but the ones that they're hitting like the explosive vegetation is just garbage now you don't even run that anymore migration path it's just way better options yeah migration path like same thing like this is just a counter spell but 
it's just better than a counter spell. Yeah. It doesn't even cost two blue. It's a generic in a blue. And it just does counter target spell. For a generic and a blue, and then you get a bunch of added bonus to it. Like, that's almost on the level of, like, I mean, not in EDH, but it's almost on the level of Mana Drain. Like, you get so much value after just countering their spell. Yeah, it is only instance and sorceries. I thought it was... It, it's only oh, it's instant only instance and sorcery. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, that's why it's a... Okay. That's why it's busted in, like, Modern and Legacy and... Yeah, the spells you have more spell than one. Slinger. You know, there's very few uh, cards in EDH. Most of them are creatures that you can have unlimited copies of. Yeah. But okay. Still good. Makes a lot of sense, but yeah, definitely super good. And I mean, hey, modern and legacy, those formats, people buy four copies of it, and that dries up the market a lot. You know. Yeah. So definitely. But uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. It was uh, first episode back after a little bit of a of a breather, so I appreciate you uh, appreciate you listening, appreciate you uh, coming back, and and uh, we'll we'll get back to our regularly scheduled recordings. Um, we'll definitely be a little more on top of the releases and things like that. I mean, it's fucking breakneck speed on releases anyway. Yeah. Like, I saw somebody post on Twitter uh, the Saturday after Strixhaven was released, released, like, when's the next set of spoilers? I'm like, yo, <laughs> right. this set came out yesterday. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? It's like I've been up for 48 hours. I'm <laughs> red-eyed as hell from just doing nothing but staring at freaking spoilers. And now, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. what's the next spoiler? What's the next one? We just need a little bit of a break. Just a little breather. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, as they come out, we'll be talking about them here at the the Commander's Vault. So, uh, once again, get involved and get entered into our giveaway. We're giving away a fucking collector's box. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, collector's booster box. Yeah, a full collector's booster box. Like, those foil Japanese mythical archives are insane. The price is insane. Even for the not so great ones, yeah, you know, there's a there's barely a card in that in not set a run that's less than ten bucks. It you're definitely you know, you're throwing us you know the the five minutes to to get entered and and whatever and we really appreciate it and we just we just want to uh, we just want to give away cool stuff and I think this is like one of the coolest things we've given away yet. Yeah, I think Holy so shit. too. I think this is like definitely one of the coolest but, prizes. Uh, Thanks again for hanging out with us. This is Commander's Vault. I'm JB. I'm Dale. And uh, have a good evening.